Welcome everyone to the Vibrant Family video now, no longer a podcast because it's not just audio, you can see us. So it's a family video. And But our vision remains the same, that we talk about church as family and family as church in the Walnut, uh, FCBC Walnut family. So PT with me here, Pastor Terrence Shea, our family pastor. Um, we have an important topic to address. Every week is a very important topic. I hope everybody's listening in. But especially nowadays, you know, on top of everyone's mind is what's going on in the current events. So last week we had talked about how there were three P's of how you can engage with your children, especially as they're older, to think through what is happening around them. So number one is to pay attention to see where they're at, to listen to them, uh, to observe how they are doing, uh, maybe even to uh, look into some of their uh, emotions and, and to see even their posts and so on and so forth. Just, just open your eyes a little bit bigger. Number two is to process, where you want to engage with them in conversation. You wanna ask good questions. And more importantly, you want to listen, not just give answers, but you want to listen to where your kids are at. And then finally, number three is to point them to Jesus. Because God's word has the answers, the gospel is truly good news, and Jesus is the one on whom we should build our lives on. And this week, then, we want to step back even more to have more of a bird's eye view of all of this. How does dealing with a situation or a scenario fit into the bigger picture of parenting, of disciple making, of a long-term journey that you are on as the primary disciple maker in your home as a parent? Well, you know, there are many... <laughs> throughout your your parenting journey there's so many issues that will come up and currently it seems more urgent right because it's in the big news but really there are minor issues that come up in your family there are things that you have to deal with on a daily basis how do you deal with that so how do you engage your children even starting when they're young uh, how do you develop this process of disciple making? And so we kind of want to take a look at the forest as opposed to the trees of a specific issue. Uh, and PT, you are so good at this. You came up with another three P's for us to see. And I'm <laughs> oh, excited man. to talk another, excited to talk about the three P's this week. Oh, I, I'm caught yet again on the alliteration. Okay, yeah, so there are a few P's that we want to pass on because it connects with parenting. So thank you for bearing with this. But then if it's helpful in memorizing or just remembering, um, that's our hope that it would be something that's um, encouraging for you. Uh, so the first P then in terms of seeing the forest, in terms of just focusing on trees, is practice. In that we might have the answers, but our children are watching. And so it's more than just what we say, but it's what we try to do regularly to live out what we say. And I think we'll have examples for you, whether you're a younger parent or if you're an older parent with older kids, there's examples of these things in terms of how we live. Well, it's uh, the good news about that is that you live in, in a family together where you are going to be able to help each other be sanctified. Now, I know parents might say, well, I don't live the perfect life. I'm going to ruin my kids. Well, God knows that. That's why he gave us the gospel. And this is where we exemplify the gospel. When you do, don't know something or even just the current events today. You know, I don't know how to deal with this issue. Um, I haven't really thought about it. You know, I need to learn too. Am I exhibiting behaviors of injustice or whatever it might be? Do I need to work on reconciliation just with people that I know or people at the office? You know, talk to your kids about your own journey 
in these um, uh, issues that you're talking about. I mean, something that you know hits close to home uh, would be something like conflict resolution, right? When we talk so much about, oh yeah, you should show love, you know, God is love. You should be compassionate and be peaceful. Uh, you know, you should be kind to your brothers and sisters. You should uh, be someone, you know, that is a blessing. But our kids also see how we deal with this in the home. So how are we resolving conflicts, especially with our spouse? Um, if we make a mistake and we sin, sometimes even against our kids, even if we didn't mean uh, poorly or badly to start with, but we sin too, how do we ask for forgiveness? How do we turn to God uh, for help? How do we find ourselves accountable to scripture so that our kids can see that, you know what, um, what God says matters most to my parents and what God says we should do and what my parents are telling me that I should do, that matters to them very much. And, you know, that shows us being authentic. It's not authentic as like, you know, that seems to be a catchphrase now. You got to live an authentic life. It is really authentic when you're in the family. It's just who you are. And don't try to hide that. But in light of the gospel, uh, how does God use our families to sanctify us together and to just in the normal way that we live? So one of our favorite, of course, uh, PT for family ministry, one of our favorite verses is always Deuteronomy 6. Um, in fact, I am not going to misquote it. I'm going to read it right here to you, all right? Deuteronomy, De Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. So here we go. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. I mean, we think about that, it's just like everywhere in your house. You know, door frame, gates going in and out, sitting down, lying down. That's what the family life is. That's what disciple making is. It's um, every moment. So the pressure is not like, I have to talk about this one issue. I have to have this one conversation. But just throughout our practice of living, that we go on to the second P. Explain to us the second P, PT. Well, the second P is exemplified so much by the passage you just read in that it's a lifelong process. So last week we talked about process as in engaging with your children on a particular topic or an issue. Uh, but this process is more of seeing the long-term journey of what it looks like to follow Jesus personally, but also to continue to engage with your children. You know, that Deuteronomy 6 passage points to all of the ordinary and mundane aspects of life. And that's what it looks like to continue to lead our children and to point them to Christ. It's not a one-day thing. It's not a one-week thing. It's not even a one-year, one-season thing. But it's a lifetime as we grow into the image of Christ as God works in us. All of us are a work in progress. And so this process is something we need to invest in. And, you know, the good news of this passage is that it's never too early and never too late. You know, if I didn't have it on the doorpost, you know what, I'm going to put it, I'm going to write it on the doorpost now, right? And if I didn't talk about it sitting down, well, tomorrow when I sit down, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to engage my children. So it's never too early either for the younger parents to develop habits of living life together in that way. That is a really good word, Katie. Um, I think, you know, the, the longer you've been a parent, the more we probably are able to have certain regrets of things that we wish we could have done, done differently, done better, done like someone else. 
but primarily our hope is in what God is doing through us. And, and God is a God of not only new life and of salvation, but he is also a God of second chances as the Holy Spirit keeps working in us to make us more like Jesus. And so it's never too late to pursue and to engage this process of role modeling, of living out, of humbling yourself before God's word and before your children to show that Jesus is king and that he is supreme and that what the scripture says is the most important value and priority in your home. You know, in our current issues right now, it can become very polarizing. And, um, and that, just, just remember that we are, you and your family are in it together to process together. It is not something that should divide your family. It should not be something that would divide our church. It's something that we walk together and be in communication, engagement together, and how we apply the gospel and how that is how we approach whatever um, situation that comes up. Whatever that, who knows what's going to happen next week. I'm thinking, PT, that, man, it just takes one earthquake is going to break us and then bring us to to the next level. I can't believe you went there. Come on, we're in LA. (laughs) I'm just like really pessimistic right now, you know. (laughs) That leads to the final P of perseverance. We're called to persevere in the gospel. We're called to persevere to follow Jesus. And ultimately, we're called to make this earthly life one that is glorifying to God because he is the one at work in us to do and to will for his good pleasure. And so life is not supposed to be easy for the Christian. Life is not supposed to be where we have everything figured out and you just push a button and then you execute the plan. Life is one in which the more desperate we are, the more poor we are spiritually, the more uh, weak we are, that we recognize the solid nature of who God is and how he's dependable, how he's trustworthy, and how we could build our lives on the foundation of Jesus and the gospel that he has come to bring. Yeah, thanks for that reminder, PT, because yeah, even even if that big one hits, even if our economy gets worse, even if, just like it says in Habakkuk, my favorite verse, uh, Habakkuk 3, even if the worst case scenario, we persevere because of salvation of the, in the Lord. Our joy is our hope in him. And you know what? As I get older, that <laughs> is really my focus. I think um, uh, I would have to say, you know, the better half of my life is already over. Uh, and as I look forward to what's in eternity, it gets sweeter. So it is our hope and joy in the Lord that keeps us persevering. And there is, uh, and that promise is true and real. Yeah, so the three Ps for your consideration this week are practice, more than just what you know, but how you live. Two is the process or this journey that you're on. And then three, all of that calls for perseverance and that we need God's strength, but we're also called to carry on and to endure. But God will supply us with what we need God will strengthen us, and God ultimately will use even our trials for his glory. And so what can we look ahead to, Katie? Oh, something special. Something special for Father's Day next week. 
Sounds I'm good. I'm not going to tell you what, but you might be able to uh, get a hint if you had listened to our Mother's Day special. So if you haven't done that, go back and watch our Mother's Day special, and that might give you a hint what might happen on Father's Day. Sounds great. All right. See you next time. <laughs>